What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Struggle to Strength podcast, your source for real-life application on how to turn your struggles into strengths in all things mind, muscle, and money. I'm your host, Josh Levine, and I am joined here by my longtime friend and my co-host, Travis Hatch. And today, we're here to catch up with y'all, talk about the one mistake that everyone makes when starting their health and fitness journey or any new venture for that matter. The reason we're talking to you guys about this is because January 17th is National Quitters Day. And that time frame from the new year to the 17th applies to far more than just health and fitness ventures. It's hard to do hard things. So let's have a chat about how to ensure success in anything that you do, whether it's your sport, your health and fitness, your relationships, school, business, or whatever it is you're hoping to maximize your potential in, this episode is for you. So think about it. Have you ever started something and felt like you wanted to quit when it got hard? You ever gotten overwhelmed when you felt like you couldn't do it all? Have you ever thought that you might be approaching things with an all or nothing mentality? In this episode, we're going to dive into the one mistake that everyone makes when embarking on any new journey. We catch up on our recent travel, maintaining our health and fitness and business while abroad, and then we jump into how we're learning to find success, peace, and clarity to do all of the things we love without feeling overwhelmed or unsuccessful. So before we get into it, we ask that if you love this episode, episode, please give us five stars on Apple or a follow on Spotify. Share us on your socials. You can find me at Josh Levine Fitness, Travis at Travis Hawks Media. Links are in the show notes. And that's it. Stay tuned. We got some hilarious stories and some great insight coming for you as Trav and I share what we've learned about the power of the 1%. We'll see you guys inside. New Year's was nuts because like Brazilians part I think Brazilians party like the hardest of anybody that I've ever seen. It's like um yeah kind of what what you guys do that. what you guys do in the desert. That's like that's like how they how they go out, you know. It's like <laughs> you know, they go home at like eight AM. That's like, like a normal the thing. same level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They go home like yeah. they see the sunrise. Like if they're gonna go out, they're gonna see the sunrise basically. Um, and they go out like multiple nights a week. So it's just like a level of like partying that I can't keep up with basically, uh, at this point. But, um, Dude, on new insane. year's we like, we were at this like beach club bar thing and, um, you know, the sunrise, it was like eight 30. Evan was like, so sunburned from the previous day and then just started getting sunburned again. Cause it was like eight 30 like, <laughs> in the morning and, uh, everyone's like still going. And like, I was, you know, we're like, all right, let's, let's like head back. And, uh, we, we all like had like ridden motorbikes down there. So like I got on the back of like the motorbike and we're like cruising through town, took like a wrong turn down like a one way and ended up like inside this like gate. <laughs> it was like a, like a split, to split like timing thing. Like it just happened out of nowhere. We like ended up like inside this gate on the sidewalk, um, and just had to like bail the bike because we were going to go like flying into oh, like a shit. store basically. So we like bailed the bike <laughs> slid. Like I kind of like hit the wall with like my, my feet, but I was like slowing down and it was like, it's like cobblestone. So I was kind of like sliding and it yeah, it was crazy. The bike was like uninjured. I was fine. Like everybody, everybody was uninjured, but it was crazy. A lot of, a lot of like Dude, wild stories. <laughs> that's wild. I was going to say a lot of motorcycle accidents. <laughs> yeah. Everybody crashed motorbikes. Super. Super cool. That, I, that's very, I mean, I was going to say that's very Southeast Asia and apparently it's very Brazil too. Yeah. Yeah. It was a similar vibe actually. Like there was a lot of like yeah. things that reminded me of like being in Thailand. No toilet, like no toilet paper, madness. bum guns. 
Nice. Yeah. I love, I, dude. I love bomb guns, man. I'm like, I'm all about them. I got, I got the bidets at the house. Southeast Asia changed my life forever. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Sounds like yeah. a really good time, though. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was epic. I'll have to I'm be there next year. Next year, next yeah. year we'll be there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. How yeah, long? Man. How long are you in Costa Rica for? So we'll be here. Uh, we got flew in yesterday. And we'll be here uh, until next Saturday. I think we fly out. We're just chilling. It's dope. We got a condo. It's right on the beach, like 50 steps. And you're in the water. Um, so you can hear the ocean all night. Yeah. And uh, it's it's this cool little town where, like, there's nothing that's built up. Like, everything is mom and pop. And, like, there's no travel guides. There's no tourism guides. There's just, like, you meet people who know people who do stuff. Uh, so go snorkeling and swimming in the ocean. There's a couple black sand beaches around here that we'll visit and it'll be cool, man. I'm, it's, it's relaxing as hell. Like where we are is, is very Pura Vida and, uh, it's, it's good. Like every, everything is, everything's just like more relaxed and the food's totally. really good. Dude, I ordered, yeah. uh, I ordered an, uh, like dinner. We went to dinner last night and I ordered octopus. And because uh, anytime I'm near the ocean, I just basically just eat seafood. I never had octopus served to me like this before. It was just straight up a fucking giant octopus, like the whole thing, just like grilled and on a plate, like head and everything. <laughs> and oh my and uh, my dad was like, my dad calls the server over and I was going to eat the whole thing anyway. My dad was like, hey, is he supposed to like eat the whole thing? Is he supposed to like eat the head? So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Head very, very good. Very good. And I'm like, dude, he would have said that, said that anyway. He just wants to see if I'm going to eat it. So I did. So I ate it. It, it, it. it was weird. The head of an octopus is weird. It, it was like it was like a squid inside a chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was a really bizarre texture. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's been cool, man. I'm excited for a week with the family and like relax and yeah, just fucking chill. I need to just fucking chill. The like the the food thing I noticed like immediately it's cr it's crazy man how like better the food quality is outside of the United States like it's like everything's just like organic it's just better you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. is just like you know you like you see you see yeah, chickens like, and you're egg, like, like that's a egg. chicken like I, we're so used to seeing these like insane genetically modified yeah, it creatures looks small. yeah the eggs are like they're the eggs are not pasteurized so they're not refrigerated and um you know they don't have like like i eat egg whites every morning they don't have it in the carton like you ask for it at the grocery store and they're like claros de huevos they're like what what they're like yeah. You, you yeah you crack the egg and you take the egg white that's the claros de huevos and uh they're like and, okay buddy yeah but either way like I, I did that this morning and i cracked a bunch of egg whites i cracked like fucking 10 egg whites for <laughs> cracked 10 eggs for my egg whites and had a few eggs and uh like even the eggs are just so good so i'm excited we're gonna go to the grocery store today and you know obviously i have like nutritional needs uh and like that are a little bit more involved than most just because of like my bodybuilding and whatnot so we're gonna go to the store today my dad's like you gotta watch out like he's like they don't have what you what you need probably and i'm like yeah, yeah. but i know i need like i know to hit my macros and i know how, i know like what things will help me do that so we're going to go to the grocery store and I'll just like see what they have available and we'll figure it out. Um, but I'm excited, dude. That Yeah. The food is always what I'm uh, like. One of the best parts of any trip for me. Food, for sure. drinks, we should and do, gyms. Yeah. We should do another episode after you're done traveling on like how to like 
keep up with all this shit while we're traveling. Cause that was like, that was one of the biggest issues yeah. that I ran to is like, yes, like the diet um, was off, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm on vacation. Fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do my best to like hit my protein, hit my water, you know, stay within a, a ballpark, like range of, of what I'm eating. Like I didn't track everything every day um, because it was just like, it was just, it was just too much for me. Like, this time to really like keep up with, with everything. But the, the real thing that, that I was like trying to figure out is if I could keep up with like my work and I couldn't do that either. <laughs> it was like, dude, it's crazy. So I'm interested to, <laughs> I'm interested to hear, uh, maybe it's just because of like the types of stuff I was doing, you know, I'm like with a group of my friends, it's just like constant distractions. Like we're always doing like epic shit. Um, and then I was like sick and when I was sick and laying around, I like mm -hmm. couldn't think at all. Like my brain didn't work. So like I couldn't do anything, but yeah, we should, we should talk about just like our, ex our experience with that. And then I'd, I'd, I'd also love to bring somebody on who like is supposedly like a digital nomad or, you know what I mean? Like the four hour work week type shit, like somebody who's like always traveling and working and just like pick their brain about how they do that. Cause, um, that was, that was tough just to like keep up with like anything. I think, yeah, I think you're right. It would be cool to have somebody like that on. Um, and I think like when you, it'll definitely be a different experience for me than it was for you. Like you were with, you were with our, our crew, like going crazy all the time, like always shit going on, always distractions. Um, we're more like relaxing here, but I think a lot, like when we were, you've probably met these people while you've traveled, but, um, you meet people who are just kind of like digital nomads and they just structure their days and they're like, nah, this is a work day. Like I'm not like, I'm not like I, they travel, they're always traveling. So there's always opportunity to do things. And if there's always opportunity, then it's like, okay, it's, it's a little bit overwhelming, but just like we do at home, like I just schedule out my days. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not negotiable. Like I have to do that that day. Um, or I have to do that at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think it would be cool. And as far as like the staying on track while traveling thing, um, I think a little bit easier for me because I've been doing this for so long. So when I go to the grocery store, I'm not looking for the things that I normally eat. Cause I know I'm not going to find the things that I normally eat. I know I'll find chicken and rice. I know I'll find oatmeal. I know I'll find eggs. That is a lot of what I normally eat actually. But <laughs> <clears throat> but even if those things that I normally do consume aren't there, I'm thinking of things in terms of macros. So I'm like, where do I get my proteins, carbs, and fats from? And as long as I can do that, as long as I can hit my macros, then I'm good. Uh, but what you said was like that you did was actually kind of in line with like what actually makes people successful long-term is that you didn't just like give up on everything. Yeah. You were on vacation and you were going to let things go a little bit, but you still found, you still understand the value of hitting some of those variables Like you still hit your water. You still tried to hit your protein. You were still active. And so you didn't just throw everything out the window just because you couldn't do everything. Doesn't mean you had to do nothing. So I think that's a huge part of what leads to long-term success and sustainability and, and um, kind of ties into like, the whole one percent thing that that we were going to talk yeah. about today. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. Let's um, yeah. let's get into that then for sure. I think that's a great um, great transition. So. Yeah, I think so. Because um, a lot of people, so a lot of people have like the you know these goals. Maybe maybe your goal is like I'm going to travel and um, you know I'm going to I'm going to travel more. But you're like, how do I keep up with this shit? A lot of people like set these goals at around. New Year's and then they just immediately fail. 
Cause what is they, what, what is, is it January 17th or January 19th? That's like January national, 17th, January 17th is national quitters day. And a huge piece of why that's national quitters day is because think about it. Like, here's how it usually goes. People are like, Oh, it's well, first off later, late in the year, people are like, Oh man, I'm like, I'm really got to get in shape. You know, it's been Christmas. It's been new year's. It's been Thanksgiving. And, they're just like falling off track and I really got to get back on track. Well, okay. New year's is coming up. I'm going to do it on new year's and then new year's comes and they're like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym six days a week. I'm going to do cardio. I'm going to eat nothing but like chicken and rice and broccoli and no sweets and no alcohol. And like they build this super restrictive plan that's completely unreasonable and unsustainable and when they can't do it, they get frustrated. And since they can't do it all, they fall off and they do none of it. And so January 17th is usually around the time where people are like, dude, I just can't like, uh, this is too much. I can't do it. But the problem is that you're trying to do all of it instead of just some of it. And if anybody has read the like Atomic Habits, uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, it's like, you don't just jump all the way into the deep end when you're learning how to swim. You don't just add all of the habits all at once to the fullest extent. James Clear, I think, talks about in his book, when people start going to the gym, he's like, just literally go to the gym, walk inside and leave and just get used to going to the gym and walking inside. And then he's like, go to the gym and walk inside and walk on the treadmill for five minutes and then leave. Make yourself leave. Get used to going to the gym, staying for a little while and then leaving. And so if you're starting a new habit or, or, or a new routine or a series of new habits and routines. And you've started in the beginning of the year and you're not even starting small. You're jumping all the way to like the most extreme dude. Some of y'all are working out more than I do. And when you can't sustain it, you feel like you failed. And that's the problem. Um, so that's why January 17th is national quitters day is because people bite off more than they can chew. And then they say, fuck this, this sucks. Fitness and health is stupid. It's so hard. Of course it's hard. You tried, you're, you're like trying to go to university before you've been to first grade. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I always think of, um, a quote from, so everybody talks about like new year's resolutions and they think of like goals, like, all right, I'm going to get fit. I'm going to you know, whatever, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to like start this business or whatever. And I always think of a quote from, um, uh, Scott Adams, the guy who wrote Dilbert, like he has, I can't, I don't know if it was like a quote. He had like a book about basically, um, it was like an article he wrote that, uh, called like goals are for losers. And, um, what do you like, what he's referring to in that is that, um, goals are kind of like almost a lose, lose game which is you can either set your goal and not accomplish it, which then by definition of you, like thinking in only goals makes you a loser. If you didn't accomplish your goal, then you, you lost that, you know, that goal. Um, or, you know, you like accomplish the goal and then like what's next. So it's not really versus like, um, setting up a system, um, which is like something yep. that you do every day to, to get you to like where you want to be. So like goal, I feel like is kind of a, a weird word. And the way I like to think of it is like a goals are like super important. You have to have goals. Um, but a goal shouldn't be the entire 
game, you know, a goal should no, be- No, it's just a lighthouse. Yeah, the way, like what I was thinking this morning is like a goal should be a concept used to create a good system. So your goal is like, I'm gonna lose 30 pounds, okay. Like maybe don't even write that down, you know? Like I guess you need you need to have like specific goals that you're like chasing, that you're chasing after, but the goal should just be like the concept that you use to then create the system. So the thing that you're focusing on exactly. every day isn't like, oh, I'm gonna lose 30 pounds. It's like, what are the, th what are like the sustainable things that I can do every single day to like get me towards that? And then, you know, mm -hmm. if you lose 28 pounds, then whatever, that's what you lost, you know, like you're focused on like the day to day, the day to day shit. And I think that that's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. That's like an important like shift for people. That's exactly how I think of goals as well. And when I talk to clients about goals, I'm like, look, this is just your like, your lighthouse. Okay. This is, we just need to understand which direction you want to go in so that we can reverse engineer the steps that are required to get you there. So yeah, we have a goal, like a concept of where you want to be and which, where you want to head and then, okay, well, what are the actual day-to-day -day things that we need to do? Like break that down into smaller, I don't want to call them goals, but like a, a framework, a system where you focus on what you're doing exactly at that time so that we can actually get you the goal. It's like when you're driving a car, you don't just stare at your GPS, like final location, you'd crash. No, your GPS knows where you want to go. You're focusing on where you're going in front of you. You're focusing on the road in front of you. You're focused on making turns, avoiding obstacles. Like those are the steps that get you to the goal. If you just have your eye, like every day you have your eye on the, on the goal, like you're never going to get there. You're not focusing on the steps that are going to get you there. So yeah, I think everyone needs a system, a framework. I agree. Goals are kind of dumb. Uh, frameworks and systems are what actually make real change happen. They lead to habit. They lead to routine. That's what leads to sustainable results. So yeah, I agree. I think goals, like when people are setting their, we've been talking about 2022 goals with our clients about like mental, uh, spiritual, physical, financial, and, um, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to forget the last one. I don't know why I'm forgetting the last one. Brain fog, <laughs> COVID brain fog. God damn it. COVID. Um, God damn COVID. Yeah. But uh, I am still a little bit foggy, I guess. But um, no, we talk about those goals and they're like, all right, well, the ones that we can help you reverse engineer, let's reverse engineer those. You know, like one of my buddies, uh, he, one of my buddies was like, Hey, I want to golf 40 times this year. I'm like, all right, cool. So what are you going to do when you get towards the end of the year? You've only golfed 20 times. You got to golf 20 times in 20 days. Like you're not going to do that. Okay. So how many times a week do you have to golf? And this is like the most basic of all goals. You could like, you know, like it's very simple. Just break it down. How many times a week do you have to golf? Okay, cool. So make a tee time for twice a week. Easy. You'll hit that goal. Easy. I want to go snowboarding 40 times. Cool. I got to go twice a week. So breaking them down, it's, it's really simple. If you want to lose 30 pounds, all right, what do you have to do to lose 30 pounds? Where are you at now? You need to assess where you're currently at so you can figure out how to prime your body to actually want to lose weight. And then we actually put you into a calorie deficit. We give you enough, we give you the right amount of food to eat, the right amount of steps to take every day, work out X times per week. Like those are the things that get you to where you want to be, not just saying, I want to lose 30 pounds. So I think you're right. When people start, talking about new year's resolutions and new year's goals they have like grandiose goals, but they don't actually break them down. And, and they take this all or nothing mindset. They think they have to do it all. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about on, uh, on the wisdom app, actually, when we went live on wisdom was 
about the single, like the biggest mistake that I think everyone makes when, when starting their health and fitness journey. And, um, it's, it's, it's that everybody it's, it's the all, it's essentially the all or nothing mindset, right? Cause here's how it usually goes, right? People like set their goal on new years. They start, they see no results or minimal results. They get frustrated and they give up or they start, they see a little bit of results. Maybe life punches them in the mouth and they can't give a hundred percent. And because they can't give a hundred percent, they feel like they can't do anything and they give up or they start, they see great results in one direction or another, where they're like building muscle or burning fat, they achieve, they achieve the results. And then they're like, cool. Like you said, got to the goal, achieve the results. I'm done. They go back to their old habits. They don't do a reverse diet. They don't have their eyes on like the next lighthouse. They lose the results and they give up and they're like, oh man, this is stupid. Like I got the, I did the thing. And then it all came back. Like this doesn't work. The problem is that like they have no backup plan. They have no adaptability and they have no exit strategy. So the most important thing that anybody can have in achieving any goal, whether it's health and fitness related business, physical, mental, emotional, like whatever it may be, the most successful people in the world are as successful as they are, not just because they don't give up, like, of course they don't give up, but because they believe in the power of like those small, barely noticeable 1% improvements. They believe in the power of the the 1%, the 0.1%. Like when you, you were on vacation, you were like, oh, well, I'm not doing all of this. Like I'm not giving hundred percent. Maybe I'm not training the way I normally do. It's hard for me to hit my macros, but like I can focus on protein and I can hit my water. And those are little 1% and those add up. So focusing on those little 1% improvements, those little tiny steps that are going to get you to where you want to be. That's what creates success. That's what people are missing. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So like you did a good job of this on vacation and in, when you were on your trip, yeah, it wasn't about like the 1% improvements. You were preventing 1% losses. You're yeah. like, well, I can't do it all. Well, if, if I don't drink my water, I don't hit my protein. I'm not like active. Like I'm going to get, I'm going to throw like even more out the window. So I'm going to do something, but those 1% improvements make a huge difference. Like think about, think about a 1% improvement, not just, not just in your physique, but in your habits, your routines, your ability to be adaptable, your, your biofeedback, your internal health markers, your training, execution, intensity, intent, all of that. If you just, and, and, and to that point, some of those improvements that we make when we start with our clients, we go through our assessment phase. Some of those improvements are way more than 1%, right? Like we, if we do labs on a client and we get the results back and like their test is lower, their cortisol is higher, their thyroid is downregulated or whatever we may, we may find. If we fix that, that's way more than a 1% improvement. Bringing your testosterone levels from 400 to 800 is a way more than 1% improvement. So those all add up, but even the tiny little things, hitting your water, hitting your protein, improving your training by like one rep, you get 1% better every day for a year, which isn't that long, by the way, right? Like that's 365 days. If you get 1% better for 365 days in a row, just 1%. In any aspect, that's getting one gram closer to your protein. That's one more rep. That's like 1% better improvement in your execution. That's in like going to bed 
at a 1% better time instead of 1030 going at 1015 even. Like these are super small improvements. If you get 1% better every day for a year, you'll be light years ahead of where you are now. And that's like you were talking about the, the systems that lead us to the goal. That's what's going to get us there. Those tiny little 1% improvements, those tiny little steps. Um, so it's like, um, I think what a lot of people are missing is the, like getting, like, they're kind of like mixing some things up. Like instead of, you know, the idea of like setting goals, I think is kind of a little like short-term mindset, which is like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to lose 30 pounds for this thing. And you're just, you're thinking of yourself the way you are today with just like this one little like goal, you know, improvement that, that you can make. Um, instead of yeah, like, just 30 pounds less, yeah, just 30 pounds less. But, but to really like be, you know, where you want to be or like improve your life, you have to think like a little bit more like long-term than that. So you have to think as in like, Habits. yeah, what are the goals that like, what are like the longer term goals? Like you have to get really clear on what you want. So, so if you want, like, I want to be, you know, like a fit, successful, uh, person, like that's, you know, but in, in, that like maybe that's your like long-term goal. Um, and then you, you can work backwards to like your, your day-to-day, um, your day-to-day like habits. But what you're really doing is you're not like hitting a goal, you're building like a lifestyle. And that should be something that you, you know, work exactly. on for the rest of your life. Like if you're thinking short-term being like, okay, I'm gonna lose 30 pounds. Like, um, I mean, it's just like, what are you like? Yeah, maybe you're going to you're maybe you're going to lose that. But if you're instead you're building like I'm going to literally be a fit person. And like, what do those people do mm-hmm. every day and building like a lifestyle around that? I mean, that's really yep. what you have to. That's really like what you have to do. Yeah, I think reframing your goals to fit into habits, systems, routines and frameworks is the way that we create success. Like so you're like you're like in your example this is a this is a great example. I want to lose 30 pounds. Okay, cool. That's the goal. But in order to reach that goal, you need to switch your mindset to not, I want to lose 30 pounds, but I want to be the type of person that is active every day. I want to be the type of person that, that weight trains three times per week. I want to be the type of person that makes food choices that are healthy and in the appropriate amounts to nourish my body with the, with the resources that it needs to achieve my goals, feel good and be strong. Like those are the things that get you to where you want to be. So stop focusing on where you want to be. Like, don't look at that all the time, make these tiny little improvements, focus on the habits. I like true long-term sustainable success. It's, it's, it lies in continuously improving the habits that got you to where you are today. Right. You are where you are today because of the choices that you've made up to this point. So if you want a different choice, if you want a different life, rather make different choices, that's the belief in the power of the 1%. The average, I think there's a a post by Vince Pistick that went around recently that the average adult makes about 35,000 choices per day. So you want to lose 30 pounds, change some of those choices. If if we can guide you, if you work with us, like if as a coach or any coach, if we can guide you to improve even just 1% of those choices, that's 350 choices per day that you're improving. You think that's enough to get you headed in the right direction? Yeah. Like 
That is more than enough to change your life. That is the power of the 1%. I like to think of it like mathematically, right? So I think numbers really help. So that's a really helpful one is the average adult makes 35,000 choices a day. If we can improve 1% of those choices, then we can improve 350 choices per day. That is massive. That is huge. Added up over the course of a year, that's a fuck ton of choices. So I also like to think of the 1% as this, like if you get 1% better every day for a year, you're going to be light years ahead of where you are now. Right? So I, I think of it this way. If you're back at square one and you just are the same for 365 days for an entire year, one to the power of 365 is just one, right? Like one times one times one times one times one. Right? But if you consistently chase those 1% improvements, 1.01, a 1% improvement to the power of 365, 1.01 times 1.01 times 1.01, 365 times over every day is 37.7. So you could be 37.7 times better than you are one year from now. And that's not just a 37.7 times better physique, but 37.7 times better a spread across all variables. Some of it's better sleep, some of it's better digestion, some of it's better habits and routines, better stress management, better fasted blood glucose readings, better energy levels, better libido, better work. You're a better partner. You're a better employee. You're a better business owner, like all of these things. So it all comes down to just that like tiny little 1% and y'all 1% is small. Stop focusing on exactly where you want to go and start focusing on what are the small improvements that I can make to my current day to day? What choices can I improve that I can commit to that are small, that are sustainable, that are actually going to help head me head in the right direction? Like you said, Travis, if you want to be a fit and healthy person, okay, cool. What do fit and healthy people do? They don't all train six days a week. They don't all eat nothing but chicken and rice. They don't all have these like super restrictive diets. They don't all avoid sweets. I love sweets. I'm a pretty fit and healthy person. No, I make food choices that are good for me. I, I, I hit my macros in, in a way that works for my body and my life. Like I, I, it is sustainable as hell. Just last night, my dad was talking to me about like, you know, I was talking about, uh, you know, hitting my macros. We had, I, we had a long day of travel and, um, we missed a lot of food because I, I didn't prepare as well as I normally do to travel. Um, usually I'll bring meals with me. I'm traveling internationally. So I was like, oh, well, I could, I could bring a meal for the first leg, but then I'll be at the airport and I know there's good choices I can make at an airport. Um, so I didn't bother and uh, I missed a meal and I was a couple, I was a few meals behind by the time we got here. So I had that giant octopus for dinner. And then we came back home and I was like, oh, I still got some food left to eat. My dad was like, yeah, you're on vacation. You know, <laughs> yeah. like 80% is good enough. And I was like, yeah, it's not really good enough for me. Like I, I it, hitting my macros takes no energy for me. Right. So um, I was like, okay, I'll just have some cereal and a protein shake. Right. So I, and some peanut butter. So I did. But to me, that was a point that was a little 1% is yeah, I could have like not done it. Yeah. I could have been on vacation and I still am on vacation. But like, I'll have a bowl of cereal, some peanut butter and a protein shake. That's no, that's no problem for me. Um, so focusing on those yeah. little 1%, those choices. Yeah, 100%. And like, and being clear about exactly like what it is that you want. So like you 
are going to have a higher, like, you know, exactly where you want to be. And you probably have a higher level of like desire for like physique than maybe other people do. So your version of like vacation might need to be, you know, at a, at a, like a higher, at a higher standard when it comes to like nutritional, you know, intake, but someone else like, like, like for me, you know, mine, mine might be at another level. Like if I'm not trying to compete in bodybuilding, then I don't necessarily have to keep up with the same, you know, I might be able to like drop it back down to like a lower level, which is like, all right, Mm -hmm. you know, I know that I, my point is like, you have to really be clear about exactly where you want to be and the, and the person that you have to be to get there. Because, you know, I know that like Mm -hmm. my health and my physique are one part of like the entire ecosystem of like, who like I want to, you know, I want to be, I also know that, um, the kind of business and like financial success side of it is something that I've been like focusing on every day, seven days a week for the past two years. And if I don't take like a few weeks off, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like just being clear about that shit. And like, (laughs) I think like, you know, I, for me, like I went into, you know, um, kind of traveling, being like, Oh, I'll kind of feel this out. And I realized like a a few days in, I'm like, damn, I really need a vacation. So like, okay, this is going to be like vacation time. Like what are like the, um, but to your point, Mm -hmm. like what are, what's like, what are those like things that I need to do every day to just at least like maintain my level of maintenance. So it's like, okay, maybe, you know, checking my emails. There's a few like things I need to get done. I need to make sure I'm like, you know, hydrating properly and like in the ballpark of my macros. And then everything's just going to kind of be like at my, my level of maintenance, but having, having that, having that like clear vision of exactly like where you want to be and, and the person that you need to be to like, to get there, you know, maybe it's going to be different for everybody. Um, yeah. And, and but, be adaptable. Uh, yeah. And be, and, yeah. and, and be adaptable. Like you said, and I think that was a phenomenal example and a great way to put it is like, I know where I want to be physique wise. I know where I want to be like with my strength, my health, my fitness. And like you said, I'm a little bit more intense than other people might be. And, you know, me versus you, when we go on vacation, like I will hit all my macros because that's where I want to be. I'm very clear on the direction I want to head in. Um, and when most people go on vacation, if they're fit and healthy people and, you know, they're trying to maintain like a somewhat level of of physique, like, yeah, maybe they just hit their protein and like, that's great. That's fine. And I'm doing the same thing with my business where I'm really glad you mentioned that because I'm coming on this vacation. Like I knew I needed a vacation. And the funniest part is, is I've been traveling for almost a year straight. Like I've, I feel like I've barely (laughs) been home. I've, I've literally like. I went to pack my suitcase for this trip and I just, this is what I've been doing. I just take my clothes out of my suitcase. I fold them and I put them back in. And yeah. like, I, I just got home and then I left like a week and a half or two weeks later. Um, and so I've been living out of a suitcase for like a year. And so while I've been traveling, I've been, I haven't been on vacation. I've just been traveling. So I knew that my health and fitness is not something it's I'm something I'm super passionate about. I love it. I'm like, I love going to new gyms and new places. And I knew that when it, when it comes to my business, when I came on this vacation, I wanted it to be more of a vacation where, yeah, I'll still check in with my clients. I'll still like have an open line of communication with them. I'll still do like the general day-to-day stuff, but I'm not, dude, I'm not cranking shit out. 
I'm trying to like yeah. relax and chill. And I'm okay with that because like you said, we've been in grind mode for like a pretty long time and you need to take a step back every now and then, but that doesn't mean that I just completely let everything go. I'm still going to maintain everything that I've built. I'm still going to, I still have my habits in place of like, when I put my content out, when I put my emails together, when I respond to my clients, like I'm still going to do all those things, but I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm chilling and I'm going to enjoy it. And I think that you're right. Everybody, if they can have a very clear concept of where you want to go, what the steps required are to get you there. You have the habits and the routines that are in place so that what you're doing doesn't feel like work. It's just part of your day. And when you are on vacation or no matter what you're doing, be very comfortable and confident with the decisions that you're making and understand what that means for your overall goal. I'm fine if I don't grow in January, my business. Right. Like yeah. I'm, I'm fine if, if, if I maintain or don't see the, the massive growth that I've been seeing, I'm cool with that. I'm very comfortable with that. I sleep really good at night because I'm chilling. I'm with my family. I'm, in, I'm enjoying time together. And that's something that like I've made peace with. So I think you're right. It's important for people to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And just be like, you know, you gotta, you gotta listen, you gotta listen to your, to your body, you know, like there's going to be times when you're, when your mental and physical body is just like, take time off, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, it's you, like can't, fuck off you can't ignore that forever. <laughs> like you have to, you have to do it. And, and that, do, but that doesn't mean that it's like, okay, I'm taking time off, which means I'm going to be like drunk all day, every day, shoving candy into my body. And you know what I'm saying? Like there, you don't have to like just yep. throw everything like in the trash, basically. You know so, what helps a lot with that <laughs> is like we have coaches and mentors. Yeah. Right. So like, like yeah, we're pretty like self aware as well. But like, if you're first starting something and your body starts screaming at you, like and you're like take time off. Yeah, don't just feed your body bullshit. Don't right. feed your brain bullshit either. Like still do good things, but having coaches and mentors to hold you accountable, where you're like, hey, okay, I'm still in this. Um, yeah, I think is really helpful. And also being like, you know, be, be, be nice to yourself. Cause this is, that's something that like I have, yeah. I have a problem with, but it's like, dude, be, you know, be nice to yourself. Just, just know that like every, nobody in the world ever like doesn't fuck up. Like everybody does. And, and the, yep. I think one of the big differences between people who are like happy and successful and people that aren't is how they handle their fuck ups. Like I see people who, um, are, are like doing really well that kind of like drop the ball and they're just like, ah, fuck. And then just to get back to like, it's like nothing happened, you know? And, and mm -hmm. have, because like, you got to have that like confidence, which is like, I know exactly where I'm going, where I want to be. And I know that like the decisions that I'm making are like my own. I'm the boss. I'm the one who's making these decisions. I, you know, so therefore like it's the, it's the right decision, no matter what the outcome is, I'll deal with it. And, you know, you don't like beat yourself up if you are like, oh, I went on vacation and I was planning on like hitting my macros perfectly or I was planning on like, you know, whatever, getting all this shit done and you don't like don't beat yourself up. You're the one who made the decision to go on vacation. You know, fucking goddamn right that it was the right thing to do because yeah. you needed to do it. So just live with that. And then, you know, you you like you it, relax, enjoy it, you know, do the things that you need to do, come back and get back to it. Like that's the mindset that I'm trying to have with myself because it's 
I mean, it's hard. Like I, you know, I, I totally like beat, beat myself up when I like fuck things up. It's like, dude, if you go out, you know, it, it is what it is. Like you gotta, um, you gotta trust yourself that you're like making those right decisions. Yeah. And you got to learn from those decisions. Right. So like when, when you're talking about this, like I constantly think of, uh, man, I forgot what episode this was, but it was the frustration to fascination. Um, I'll think of his name, Alan, I think he was talking about like, you know, we had a conversation around every loss is a lesson. So when you fuck up, you only lose if you don't learn from that shit. So every time you fuck up, like understand that that's an opportunity. So don't get frustrated with yourself for fucking up. Or if you do give yourself three minutes to be upset about yeah. it, understand that like, Hey, can't change it. Saying that out loud is really helpful. If you fuck up, be upset about it for a couple minutes and then be like, you know what? Can't change it. All right. What can I change? I can learn from it. Instead of being frustrated, I can be fascinated about what happened, why it happened, how it happened, and I can do better next time. So if you go on vacation and you fuck up and you fall off the horse a little bit, okay, well, don't beat yourself up for it. You did the right thing by going on vacation. You needed a trip. This is part of your life, like live it. But what can you learn from that vacation that you can imply, apply to the next one? You wouldn't just say, oh, I guess vacations aren't for me. That, right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. no, you learn how yeah. to make that shit work. So go back and think about, okay, well, I, I didn't, I didn't plan this ahead. I didn't bring protein powder, whatever it is. I, you know, was like with my friends all the time and was, didn't have time to work because we're always doing cool shit. So maybe I need to schedule like a full blown work day so that I feel like I was a little bit more productive. Like there is always something to learn. So don't get frustrated get fascinated, understand that fuck ups are a part of life, learn from them, adapt and readjust so that next time you can do better. Cause like I, like I said, that would be so ridiculous of like you to go on vacation and not get the work done that you thought you were going to get done and not like, you know, do as well on your health and fitness as you thought you were going to and beat yourself up over it and be like, Oh, I guess vacations just not for me. Dude, yeah, I would suck. No. Like you, you yeah. love traveling way too much. And I know you love these exactly. other things too. So like, Dude, we got to figure out how to make this work. And the only way we figure that out is when we fuck up. So like embrace it. Yeah. And there's a balance there, right? It's like, okay, so next time I'm going to like, I, that, that's, that's my like mentality around this trip. It's like, okay, next time I go into something, it's a little bit of like both sides of it. Like, how can I plan a little bit better to accomplish of some more of the things that I want to do, but also how do I just like have the mindset a little bit better of like, you know, yeah, this is, this is time off. And what comes along with time off is not doing all of the shit that you'd be doing on time on. That's why it's time off. Yep. If, if it, if it wasn't, you know what I mean? If it wasn't time off, it wouldn't be called time off. It would be work. So isn't it weird that taking time off is like a skill. Yeah, for real. It is. And I think that that's, that's, you know, people who are, um, you know, employees and like, don't like their jobs probably can't relate to what we're saying, but like anybody who's like really, you know, if you're working for a company and you're like trying to like build your career or you're like an entrepreneur or something, you'll know, like that's, that's almost the hardest part for me. Anyways, almost the hardest part is like, it is having the mind, like is being able to like take time off and, and, um, be happy with not getting everything done because that's, fucking impossible to get it to do everything <laughs> is called uh to, to is get it goes against the laws done. of physics 
So has anyone ever gotten everything done? I would love in the history of mankind. We has anyone ever gotten everything done? We need to find someone who has gotten it all done and, and just dissect them. I, it's funny. It was like the, the thing about most people on their deathbeds. They're like, Oh, I wish I didn't work as much. They're like, oh, I wish I didn't get as much done. Like we're yeah, all just trying to get more done. And everyone's like, oh, I wish I didn't get so much done, like, or, or so much of the right things. So what we're talking about, this is kind of wild is like, we're really good at a lot of things. Like we're good at business. We're good at fitness. We're good at traveling and learning how to do those things together is challenging because you're kind of multitasking. So where are you willing to give? Where are you willing to take? Sometimes more isn't better. So like doing more business and more travel and more fitness, like maybe we can learn how to do them all better together. Maybe we need to take time yeah. off from some of them. And that's a really hard thing to do. Like you meet a fitness junkie who's like, oh, I work out six days a week. I don't like taking time off. Like I, I don't want to take time off. And we feel the same way with our businesses too. That's a yeah. skill. And so yeah, learning how to get comfortable with doing less and still being happy and like enjoying other parts of your life. Like we're more than business owners. We're more than fitness enthusiasts. We're more than snowboarders and travelers. Like there's a lot that we like to do. So how do we come to terms and make peace with the fact that like we want to be able to do all of these things and probably more like there's going to be more that we come across that like, hey, I want to try that too. Totally. Yeah. And getting, I mean, I think like a few more points I wanted to touch on, like, I think get, like, like I said, getting clear. Cause like, if you know, all right, I want to be the type of person that like works for myself is fit and healthy and can take time off and travel without everything falling apart. Okay. So if that's where I want to be, then I need to figure out the day-to-day -day shit that I need to do and the systems that I need to figure out. Like, you know, um, as a videographer, for instance, I can't be, if I want to do that, I know I've, I've learned over the past year, I can't be the one doing all of my editing. Like I can shoot as much stuff as I want along the way, but if I have to sit down and do the editing, that's not happening while I'm traveling for me personally. I, I know a lot mm -hmm. of people that can do it, but like, I can't do it. Like I could maybe do like 20% of it. So, okay. Like I need to have systems that work with people who are consistently working for me editing where I'm shooting, I'm dumping mm -hmm. it to them. They're doing it while I'm traveling and doing shit. If I don't have that, can it's going to be really fucking hard for me to like pull that off. Can I ask you a question really quickly about that? Yeah. Do you, do you like editing? I like editing a little bit and I hate editing okay. all the time. And so I okay. know that it's not like my like <laughs> zone of zone of genius. Like I like to edit projects that I like to make, but I like to take my yeah. time and I hate having a mountain of edits to do where I'm like cranking them out. I fucking hate it. It, it, okay. it drives me insane. So like, I would rather, I, I would rather have a system where like I'm shooting all the time and doing like just the edits that I like. And then I have people who are working for me and I'm, I'm like halfway there. I, I do have that already, but I'm, that's mm -hmm. what I need to really like master if I want to have the lifestyle that I want, which I'm going to fucking do. So that like, that's yeah. the system so, I'm working towards. So you've, you've like had this conversation with yourself of like, here are the parts of my job that I really enjoy. Like I really enjoy shooting. I don't really love editing. I want to be able to travel and shoot. Whereas like, if you really loved editing, maybe you would have switched that around and you would have been like, right. okay, well maybe I find someone else to do the shoots for me. And I just exactly. do the edits. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's clarity that you've created. Yes. Yeah. Um, and just, uh, quickly before I forget to like, 
link it back to the original topic that we're talking about, like the 1%. When you run into these things, it's like, if you're focused on the 99%, that's where everything, everything gets destroyed because yeah. you run into these problems and you're just like, you're focused on the 99%. It's too big. It's too much. You're just like, fuck, well, it doesn't, you know, everything, everything's going to fall apart. But if you're focused on the 1%, then you run into these problems where it's like, okay, I'm traveling. I don't have the systems yet, or I just don't have the practice or I don't have the experience. Right. Okay. Whatever. What are the 1% things that I can do to keep going? And then when I'm back in the office, all right, let's mm -hmm. look at it. Let, let, you know, let's get things like going again. But, um, that's like a really, you know, that's, that's a perfect example of what we started talking about. Like that's how your goals get, just get fucked up and how you, and how you don't achieve them is because this is called earth. We live on earth. This is life. This is reality. Like there's no way that you're never going to run into like roadblocks, speed bumps. And so if you do, and you're just like, one thing got messed up, how do I do all of this? Like you're just looking at the wrong shit. It's just like, okay, yeah, that's messed up. But like, what are, you know, what are like the few things that I'm just going to keep doing right now until I'm in a position where I can like, you know, get, get organized. So like, that's mm -hmm. that, you know, that's just like, that's super, super important. I love, yeah, I love that being, being adaptable and being like, you're, you're constantly assessing, constantly yeah. assessing what's working, what's not, and, and coming to peace with what you want and what you know you can expect out of things and yeah. being adaptable and coming coming into those roadblocks like that's kind of the point isn't it like if you want to get better at shit and you want to get better at doing things together the way that you want to do them you find all these things that you're passionate about in your life it's really hard to do all of them all the time at a hundred percent so you're going to run into roadblocks you're going to run into obstacles that are preventing you from doing them in certain ways isn't that kind of the point if you didn't run into those obstacles you probably wouldn't be trying very hard you probably wouldn't and, be yeah, pushing you the never get you'd never get better too like how yeah. the fuck else are you like it's really hard i mean that's you know it's easy to say maybe it's not even easy for some people to say i think a lot of people don't even get it but it for for us i think it's easy to say it's like it's harder to to put into perspective but like or to put into action um but like it it, it is true like you really should appreciate all of like the hard shit that happens to you cuz that's literally how you get better i mean it's just <laughs> how that's are you supposed it. to get stronger it's, if you don't lift heavier weight basically like that's just impossible no struggle no strength or something like that i guess yeah whoa whoa, whoa. would you look at that it's like Flat a circle it's like a circle <laughs> the, the third the third thing i i just i was i had a brain fart there covid it's because of covid dude brain uh, fog i think everyone's gonna be having brain farts all the time now yeah yeah. No, okay. Go ahead. Don't lose it. Not good. Yeah. The last thing I was going to say is you said something that really important that I have learned over the past couple of years where you said do less. And mm -hmm. that is a very interesting thing. So what I've, it's, it's weird because I've learned the power of doing less. Um, but the way I've been able to do less is by doing more. And so what I mean by that is, and we've talked about this in different, like from different angles in some of our episodes. But what I mean by that is that like when I was in college, for instance, my freshman year, I went to college, all I did was college. Right. And I almost failed out the first semester, partially because I just didn't really like, I, it was business. I was doing like fucking accounting and shit. I'm just like, what even numbers? Mm. What? Um, and then, you know, I, ch I changed my major to psychology, which I was like way more interested in. But the other big change that I made was I got jobs. So I was like, I had a social scene. I had 
two jobs. I was bartending and delivering Chinese food <laughs> regularly. Um, and almost overnight, because I had to schedule like when I'm doing my homework, when I'm going to class, when I'm going to the gym, when I'm partying and, and when I'm working and blah, 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 all this shit, my grades like went through the roof because I was like focusing on more shit. I had more things to do and that made me actually more effective at each one. And what I, and, um, and, uh, you know, fast forward to today, um, I've had, I've, I've had like some, you know, so it hasn't been a long time. There's going to be plenty of road, uh, plenty of bad shit that happens, I'm sure. But so far I've actually had like some pretty good, um, uh, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've done, I've done fairly well with like real estate investing and like different investments, I've made more money from investing than I have from like my business, for instance. Uh, and mm -hmm. I think, and w like what I've noticed, a, a big lesson that I've learned is that I've been successful at them because I'm like, because I do less. Like I have systems and information, mentors, people like that, where I get information quickly that I know is good. I have an opportunity, I act on it, and then I don't pay, then I'm done. I don't fucking look at it even again because I'm so busy focused on podcast, business, you know, like being a, being a landlord. Like, dude, I have, we, we got the podcast. I've got a video business with multiple niches, tons of different clients. I've got, you know, we focus on a bunch of different shit there. And then I'm, a, you know, then I have two investment properties. Like I'm doing so much shit. Right. So what I've noticed is like, if a, if an investment opportunity comes up, like I'll get involved in it. And then I, I don't do like super risky gamble shit. So like I'll get involved with that and then I just don't touch it. And I don't look at it for like six months and then it does well. You know what I mean? And like the people who are, who are fucking themselves over are the people who are like, they just work a job and maybe they want to invest in some stocks. So they buy some stocks and then they see it go up and down and up and down. And they're like, Oh, I want to sell it. I want to buy it. I want to sell it. And then it's like, dude, you're just losing money. Like mm -hmm. find something that works, makes sense, do it. And then just put it on autopilot. That's honestly like yep. people can, you know, in the financial analogy, people can trade all they want. And there are going to be people who make a lot of money doing that, but, I don't know. I know way more people who lose money doing that than, than make money. And yep. with, with like the fitness shit, it's the exact same thing, dude. Like I have a system that works. I do my best to follow it, you know, as, as good as I can. I don't beat myself up. Like I, you know, I try to hit that like 80% mark me personally, just like for my goals. Um, and I just do it every day and I don't think about it and I don't constantly look at myself in the mirror and, and worry about scales and shit like that. And then like months later, I look better and I feel better. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to have the, like, it's the, the way I've like, it's doing less. It's like, don't always be just like nitpicking these things and like focused on it because if you have a good system and you have a good, you know, day-to-day -day routine and, and system and you just let that shit go on autopilot, you're going to get dividends from it is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. You're focusing yeah. on the day-to-day -day tasks that you have to do to create the success that you are like, fine tune analyzing every single day when you're putting way too much into it and you're doing too much and you're trying to do yeah. more. So it's like, yeah, you have systems. They're great. They work really well for you. You know what you want out of them and you just do that. And then every time, every now and then you check in. Yeah. And you're like, Oh wow. It's I'm like, doing pretty fucking good. Yeah. You probably have a lot of clients who are like, you know, like a week later, they're like, 
well, the scale went up or this or that or whatever. It's like if they just put the system on autopilot and then, you know, they do they do their day to day shit. They record what they need to record. You know, they do it, but they but their focus isn't on that. Maybe their focus is on being a father or a business owner or whatever. Like, just let that shit go on autopilot. Like, and then um, and then then your focus checks in on that. Like months later, you're going to be like, oh, damn, like, you know, I lot, you know, I'm looking a lot better. And so I think yeah. that's like a really important thing. Like a lot of these things in life, it's like, you got to just do less with it, I guess, if that makes sense. Do less. If there's like one do thing less. that we can do in 2022, I really think it should be less. Yeah. And that doesn't mean less effort or less intensity. Like, it's just like, do maybe, less, maybe not less, you but know, better, maybe not less. Yeah. Do, sometimes yeah, less exactly. is better and sometimes more is better. And um, like, but better is always better. So like, like you said, it's, I mean, the fitness thing and the stock market thing is kind of like a really good example. If you invest in something in the stock market and you see it going up and down and up and down and up and down and you freak out and you sell at the same time, if you like start a new fitness journey and you want to lose 30 pounds and the scale is going up and down and up and down and up and down. And like it normally does, it's supposed to, and you freak out yeah. and you're like, no, this doesn't work. Do less. Okay. You can do yeah. better. Start focusing your attention on what matters focus on the systems, focus on the frameworks, focus on the choices, those 1% improvement in the choices that you make every day. Maybe your choice is not to look at the scale every day. Maybe your choice is not to look at your investment in the stock market every single day. Just trust that better is better. Trust the process, have a process, put it in place and you're going to get to where you want to be. For sure. I think it's a good place to, to end. For sure. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Cool. Sick. All right. Well, hopefully this was helpful. This was like, uh, Travis and I haven't done a solo episode in a while. And this was a fun little like catch up on Travis's Brazil trip and my Costa Rica trip and like what we've been doing in the world and where in the world we've been and, and how to kind of go into 2022 with like a focus on better, even if it's only 1%, better. that 1% better is all we need. Sometimes it's doing less, sometimes it's doing more, but it's always doing better. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was valuable. Uh, if it was, do us a favor, like share it with your friends, share it to your Instagram story, um, share it to your Facebook, whatever it may be. Um, you know, we've been getting a lot of really cool comments and having really cool conversation with some of the listeners. So um, yeah, yeah, if you guys enjoy this, like reach out, say hi, we want to hear about it. Um, and, you know, for those who have tuned in and made it this far in our like rambling that we've been had, having today, we appreciate <laughs> you guys. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Struggle to Strength podcast. We will see you next week. 